I'm in Windsor and it's a hot and sticky summer's day. Excuse me, hello. You seem to know everyone on this street. Where are you going? I work at the post office. Oh, I've been why. here more than 20 years. So, you know, a lot this of people have made friends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How did you get to run a post office? Uh, I started in 1989, so I've been in this job since, yeah, and before that I was in Pakistan, okay. till 1988. Okay, and what happened in 88-89? Yeah, just uh, look, looking for a job and ended up in the post office. And <laughs> It must have been good to you for you to have stayed for that long. Yeah, yeah, I was playing cricket as well at that time, you know, I wanted to be a professional cricketer. So, yeah, it let me play cricket as well while working. So, yeah, it, it worked out okay. I didn't become a professional cricketer, but... It was, <laughs> Did you play it cricket okay. in Pakistan and then here in England? Yes, yeah. So, yeah. so what went was your for county team trials. And then, oh, did you? Yeah. So, I was on Gloucestershire Books as well for one season. Wow, so you're pretty good. Yeah, I was okay. <laughs> I don't know much about cricket, but are you like a bowler, a batsman? What's your thing? I was a bowler. Left arm spinner. I like the way you did that with your fingers. <laughs> do you still take a ball out occasionally onto a field? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, it's not a family game. You know, once you have a family, I feel it's a bit unfair to play cricket because it takes all day. Yes. Yes. So I still miss cricket. I watch it, but I don't play anymore. <laughs> so you must have had some great teammates in both places. Yeah. yeah. What, what's it like being on a team that's really good? It's nice. Nice. I like to play for a weaker team where I've got more to contribute. Yeah, I don't want to be one of the num, you know, you making our star. number. I want to be the star. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about being behind the counter in a post office. What it's like? Like I said, you know, all these people it seems yes, to be part yeah. of the community like that. It's gone very quiet now, you know, because you can do everything online these days, you know. But with all the banks closing in Windsor, it's making us busy now. So that's bringing us some business, which is good for us. So maybe less parcels because of all the other companies and more banking. Yeah, more banking, more personal banking. Yeah, definitely on, on the rise. Do you have an opportunity to really get to know people or is it just surface? Uh, no, no, I, I try to get involved, you know. I stop for them. I don't ignore them if I see them outside. You know, it's not like uh, just for the job. Yeah. So I'm that sort of person. I'll give my number as well. If anyone needs me, ring me. Yeah, if you need any help. <laughs> I bet you've got some really affectionate nicknames in this town. Uh, <laughs> so if you're like Mr. Fix-It and you'll help people out. I, I try, you know. That's how I want to be served. You know, if I was being served, I want to be looked after. So maybe I bring that from my side if I'm serving someone. What did your dad do? Uh, he used to work for Mars, the chocolate factory. Wow, you had a dream upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in Pakistan. They got divorced parents. So I was looked after by my mom. Uh, sorry, uncle and auntie in Pakistan. Yeah. So your mum and dad divorced and then? Then, yeah, dad couldn't look after us and he sent the three boys to Pakistan. Where was your mom? Mom, she wasn't told what's going on. You know, she had a bad experience as well. So she lost her children? Yes. Yeah, dad didn't, uh, you know, tell her about that. He said, I'm taking them to holidays. And Hold I mean, maybe she didn't know her rights in those days, you know. She couldn't fight for children. Yeah. It's only afterwards we found out when we got in touch with her. Where were you taken from? Yeah, from Slough. Yeah, they both used to work at Mars. That's where they met. And then their three boys got divorced. 
but dad took us to Pakistan without telling her. Now both have passed away in the last three, four years, but yeah, there was a lot of unanswered questions, you know, which I'm very upset about, till, still. Yeah. How you know? old were you? I was four, I think, I was the oldest. You were the oldest? Yeah. I was the oldest when I went back. And you were four? Your I was four, four and then one was three, one was just under two. So did you remember your mum or did you forget what no. she... No. Maybe it was a way of dealing with it, with the trauma. I couldn't remember anything about England. Even the first four years, one should remember, isn't it, I would have thought. I don't know. Maybe. Bits. Maybe it's a way of dealing with it. And now there's unanswered questions. Yeah. Dad, Dad was saying he couldn't remember. I said, how can you? What happened? You, you, you want to know so you can move on, isn't it? Yes. You definitely want y to know. Yeah, but he, he didn't give us any answers. Even when you're telling me this really traumatic story, mm. which is traumatic by anybody's measure, you're smiling. So you're not an angry man. It doesn't uh, seem... With Dad, I was angry. Okay. We didn't have a normal relation, which, which is not nice. But otherwise, I'm an easygoing person. But there was an unanswered question which he could have answered, I, I thought. And what will you do with those now? Nothing. Maybe I could have put myself at peace, you know, knowing the answers, okay. We all make mistakes. He could have said, you know, I made a mistake. Yeah. And I would have accepted that. Yes, man to man. Yeah. Father to father. Yeah. Well, he didn't. So then he ended up having Alzheimer and dementia and then now he's gone. So when your child, eldest child, reached four, did you have that sort of moment where you thought, oh... Maybe I'm extra friendly with him to make up for. Yeah, he's just like a friend. Yeah. So he's 22 now, but <laughs> just got one son. Yeah. But we are friends. That's lovely. Yeah. And so you would never. Three of us. Uh, you know, my wife, me, and him. A little yeah. unit. Little unit, and our cat, <laughs> Kitu. Your cat's called Kitu. Oh. It was a kitten, so we call it Kitu. Oh. <laughs> but it's a big one now. It's a quite old cat now. And so does, do you go back to Pakistan? Does your son know home there as well? Yeah, yeah, he goes. We all go because I lived there 21 years. So, yeah. And does he know your story? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he understands. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I really no, appreciate that's okay. it. Thanks for your time as well. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm not following you. I'm going to Nero. <laughs> So it's iced coffee time. <laughs> yeah, have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Where Are You Going? It's presented by me, Catherine Carr, and powered mainly this week by Iced Coffee. The music's by Edwin Pearson, and it's produced by the team at Loftus Media. Where Are You Going? is shortlisted for the Listener's Choice in this year's British Podcast Awards. If you have 30 seconds to spare, please support the podcast by voting for us at www.britishpodcastawards.com forward slash voting. The link is also in the show notes and we would be so grateful if you were able to do it for us. You never know, it might mean that we get to do things like make tote bags and I'm sure you'd like one of those. You just never know. Thanks for listening.